0: Mad Chatter acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on.
1: Wait, what's this podcast caught again? Mad Chatter.
0: Hmm. One, two, three. Yeah.
1: Am I sitting next to two people on top of the ladder right now? Well, technically <laughs> three, but one <why laughs> isn't getting revealed for a little bit longer. <laughs> True, good tease, good tease. Welcome back to another episode, another day, another sleigh another play play <laughs> of your favourite podcast. <laughs> We're going to do a really quick little quarter one today, guys, because we've
0: got to really get into our guest. Now, do we want to do the one word, case? I think we should. Wow. Are you going to kick yourself or am I? Mine's a one word, but it's like five words that join together to form one word. <laughs> and it's mine, is, not allowed, but okay. mine is Mad Chatter's number one fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All the hyphens in between. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mine is, I'm going to go with Willow. Ooh, that's not a
1: giveaway. Not the Taylor <laughs> Swift song.
2: <laughs> no, that would be for your teeth. Right?
0: <laughs> Mine is Flawless. <laughs> I said it. I feel like you're sucking up today. I feel like you. <laughs> I reckon you're the real fan girl in the room tank. I actually really am. I was full frothing this
1: person on <laughs> Sunday. Like, I was almost going to get sent off and warned by an umpire. <laughs> I was... I, I covered for you too when you got your warning. Did I get a warning? Yeah. You've got a <laughs> caution. A caution. Did I? Yeah. Well, that's obviously how into the game I was, <laughs> so I didn't even know. We were joking being like, give, won't name, name, someone a caution, and we were like doing the motion, like as a joke, <laughs> and then you got it, and then my intrusive thoughts kicked in, and I went, of all the people,
2: she got that caution?
0: Guys, that just goes to show how much I like, I always joke about how I don't know the rules of netball, and like, I probably didn't even know that that symbol was like the caution, to <laughs> I just thought i throw all the hands well, in the air. I didn't
2: know the rules, because I was when I went defending off court, I hate that stupid rule, and then... She was like, stand out. So was like, you don't have to stand out. So I'm like, oh, listen to Sarah, not the umpire. She was like, she was Sarah. <laughs> is that when you were both stood out A play? No,
0: it was. I, and I was like, where are we going? I don't know where to take this penalty. Maybe next uh, episode we should get an umpire on the <laughs> yeah. podcast and we can get a few more details. But <laughs> well, we've actually got a full house as well. We've got to mention that Matty, spelled M-A-T-T-Y, mum, not I-E, is also <laughs> in the house as our researcher. He doesn't have a mic. Would you like me to tell the people you said hi? He said hi. <laughs> <laughs> he just speaks through the screen in his research.
1: Well, without further ado, I think we should actually get into it because you guys got to go.
0: So, <laughs> let's cut this short.
1: <laughs> we'll see you next quarter. All right, we're not going to make you wait any longer. Maddie, proud,
0: please do what you do best. Uh, I do lots of things well, but <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do is introduce our next. I was about to say guest. Oh, I was about to say character, but then I was like guest. But she's a guest and she's a character. I don't know. I'm just going to pretend it's okay? anyway. I'm not. I think <laughs> I'm the one that's glitch. nervous. She's I'm glitched. <laughs> okay, so with us today we have. The pride of Penrith. (laughs) Technically St. Clair. We have probably arguably one of the best netballers in the world right now. She has had a very decorated career, much to the dismay of her (laughs) Wikipedia page, which is very not up to date. And our researcher Maddie is currently messaging uh, the Wikipedia people to get that fixed. Um, She is a swift centurion. She recently played her 150th professional league game. She enjoys... Lots of time with her nieces Willow and Quinn, hence Maddie Turner's uh, clue clue. And she's obviously and I, flawless, according to <laughs> media Maddie. It's about her performance. Well, but in all aspects, she's flawless. Uh, but most importantly, <laughs> she is Mad Chatter's number one fan. She is the first person to listen to our podcast each week. She's the first person to give us feedback, and we've been wanting to have her on for a very long time. But we've just wanted to tease it out and you know get the anticipa- <laughs> anticipation building. She is the one, the only. Page Chadley. So I also should say that she enjoys oh. The Bachelor. And <laughs> if you go to a competing page, she enjoys The Bachelor. Her dad's a big Parramatta EWAS fan. Um, and Has her favourite song eat? is Are You With Me by Lost Frequencies. Hey, Chadley! Woo! where i do the woo woo,
1: woo. (laughs) she's a fan so do you like chocolate cake and pasta look i do like it
3: but it's probably not my favorite (laughs) i do do like it wikipedia
0: lies (laughs) i want to know where they got that from though like did Mm. you just mention it one time in an interview or like did you put up an instagram picture of a chocolate and mr wikipedia has gone that's her favorite imagine like a school kid doing their like project on page and being like she likes
2: this Don't worry about the other premiership she's run. <laughs> well, she do- she drops off the earth at 2015 by the looks. Of
1: <laughs> well, Paige, we are so excited to have you here. And for a long time you have told us that you're a fan and I was like, oh, she's joking. But you're actually like, you're the one giving us feedback saying we want earlier podcasts. <laughs> Why do you like this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a bit nervous. Maybe I won't like it after I've been on the show. i <laughs> the seen the behind the scenes. But, well, firstly, I feel like I listen to support well what's the sport Maddie and Maddie I feel like they obviously always spoke about wanting to do a podcast so then when they actually got up and running and actually in a studio <laughs> and yeah. yeah I think it's pretty cool so I was like um listening and obviously I got a bit of drive to training back and forth so it's Perfect timing when you kinda of cut it a bit mm. shorter. I can kinda of get the episode in maybe over <laughs> a drive there Good and feedback. back. Um, and then yeah, the feedback about going earlier in the week was because on the weekend like we're away and like I'm not really listening to podcasts, but during yeah. the week I'm always driving. So yeah, I get to listen to these guys at training and then in the car as well. Yeah, and that was your like I don't like listening
0: to like hearing you guys talk about it after it's been released. Like I want to be able to talk about it during the week, so I can't watch listen to it on a Monday. <laughs> so I thought it was great feedback. I, I think about that feedback every week,
1: but for the last like month we've been doing Thursdays and I'm like, What's Peach gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> friday last week Jeez. hey i hustled to get it done so you're well. You it on friday you I did it very, while fake tanning i was very tempted to be like guys oh, saturday morning thoughts but then i was like page page
3: page <laughs> i'm glad the i'm voice. always in your thoughts Sorry.
2: Sorry. so fawns is also like doing the same thing but because she doesn't have as much of a drive she listens to it like in her room just like listening to a
3: podcast (laughs) I'm like can you turn it down I don't want to listen to it I can hear (laughs) me I'm a bit devastated though because I feel like I don't listen to things that I'm on or podcast I feel like I'm gonna have no (laughs) episode because I want to listen to myself back
0: no no you're listening to this we want (laughs) to have to you have to (laughs) we'll just throw in some like little surprise things (laughs) so that you have to
1: listen (laughs) to it back (laughs) um Paige we're going to get into your very decorated netball career as Maddie touched on but we want to we want to take it back we get deep in this podcast we want to know about so little deep. pagey little pagey from western sydney
3: <laughs> so it's st Clair, not penrith well yeah st is a suburb and then penrith's right. like the oh this area the town i <laughs> should know that as <laughs> the only other New <laughs> south welshman in here get up um, with it. talk us do <laughs> <to> it <laughs> <laughs> through your childhood. Through,
0: through penrith through st Clair, or just <laughs> through, <laughs> through,
3: <laughs> through penrith how's the Westfield? <laughs> Yeah, look I get, I get very judged i think bringing out the west sometimes but no i think um mum was just heavily involved i remember when i Pranantra was born, um, was pretty much in a netball court, um, mm. she played, umpired, coached, did it all and um, I was a very, very shy kid, I feel like I'm still pretty like shy until you get to know me, mm. um, but yeah, really shy kid and then mum's like, oh I'll sign you up for netball and I was like, oh was like, nah, I don't want to play netball, like I'm not very good. How old it. are you at this point? I'm six and then <laughs> at school I went to school and my best friend's like i'm signing up i was like all right i'll sign up up. so she signed up so i signed up with her but she was younger than me so we only got to play one year together and then i went up to eight and then she stayed in sevens but if it wasn't for her i'd don't think I would have even signed up because I was just too shy to put myself out there. Is she not liking now? Because she's like, well, I got <laughs> to and look where she is. <laughs> no, she, we're actually still really good friends. Um, <laughs> good to know. She also <laughs> likes Parramatta Eels. So talks <laughs> talk to my family about that. But no, I think, yeah, she still watches from afar, doesn't play anymore. But yeah, still supports me
1: um, from afar and comes some games. What was Paige like in school? I don't know why I, I'm saying it like that.
0: I um, like it. And that's very, very deep. I know. Um, <laughs> What's your deepest fear? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. No, don't do don't don't don't
3: not, not human tracking. <laughs> <laughs> if someone has <laughs> not listened to the other podcast,
1: they're going to be like, what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sophie um, oh, was At school I was very, very studious. I think um, yeah. people probably know me and I'm probably like a rule follower, not a rule breaker. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was into my studies. Um, I think. My parents worked hard, really hard to be able to give my brother and me a life. You know, obviously they moved out to Western Sydney to be able to afford to live and provide us opportunities to be able to play sport and go to university and all those things. So, yeah, at school I was very studious. Um, my brother, when we were going to primary school, my brother was very naughty. And um, <laughs> they're like, oh, no, not another Hadley. And then I, my, my mom went to parent teaching and like, your two children couldn't be any <laughs> Um, hence, why he went to a private school in high school, and I went to a public school. Cause <laughs> That's that <didn't> not bad. <laughs> I didn't think I needed a discipline like he did. Um, but yeah, no school. I, I love school. Um, I, you know, all, all, kids I coach now. I'm like, oh my god, I wish I could go back to school. Like it was just so easy. You saw your mates every day. Mm. Um, you know, work was easy at the time. You thought it was hard even the HSC. But yeah, love school. Um, love learning, and yeah, it was pretty studious.
0: Did you play other sports as well as netball? Like, were you a really sporty kid in general? Like, I thought there's, like, two types. is either the ones that just play netball and are really good at netball. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I really thought of like, say a Tegan O'Shaughnessy. who's like, and then we go got to play volleyball. And she's, like, not very good at any other sports. <laughs> Sorry, Tegan. I feel like she gets really thrown <laughs> under the bus. Whereas, I feel like, you're quite an all-round. Like, did you play other sports as well?
3: Yeah, so I did, like, swimming, athletics, touch footy, um, everything. Um... To Dad's dismay, I was a pretty good swimmer. i got quite got big feet, so everyone thought I had <laughs> such own flippers. Um, but Dad hated taking me to the pool, so I'd be late from work on purpose. <laughs> and I hate being late, so I would hate to go to the pool late. Like, I hate seeing the chlorinated pool. Like, anyway, so swimming was off. But I actually wasn't that good at netball, to be honest. Like, if you ask Jason how, who was who you guys would know, was one of our um, strength and conditioning coaches. It wasn't until later he's like, you cannot run. <laughs> like, and I, was, I think it was because I had big feet, so I wasn't <laughs> very fast. I actually don't think I was good at netball until like later until I actually got coaches that, you know, saw something in me that they could mm-hmm. obviously like... I guess, mould and, and train. But otherwise I I just played for fun. I would always fall over. I'd always cry if I fall over. They're like, get up. And I'm like, oh, my have got knees. I like, like it. Um, But, yeah, I loved all sports. But netball was kind of like the ultimate because I think it was the time that me and mum had together on a Saturday and I had really good friends in, in the sport. So I definitely preferred the team sport than the uh, individual ones.
1: Are we? Are we just hearing that you could be the next Emma McKeon if you? Have your dad actually liked taking to to the pool? I feel like you have this in common. Um, we're both from Western Sydney and we're both swimmers. I mean, the same, same. Similarities
0: are crazy.
1: I get confused with Paige.
0: <laughs> um, you also ended up going. I don't know. If this, I might have this wrong, but so you, did you go to like a, a different school and then you went to a sports school? How did that? Because I think that's something that Maddie and I were discussing on the way here. Maddie Turner and I. That's very unique to Sydney and that. We don't have that in Adelaide. There's not sort of specialist sporting schools. There's ones that sort of like specialise in certain sports, um, but you wouldn't sort of go to a sporting school. Is that what you did? Yeah, it's on Wikipedia. or...? <laughs> <laughs> I think this one was actually on what was, was it Yahoo or something like that? Ask Jeeves told me.
3: <laughs> no, so I for year seven to ten went to a sports school, so Hill Sports High, um, which is based in Seven Hills, and that's literally rugby league's probably like the biggest sport in the school um, but they had like swimming programs, netball programs and so kind of like Tuesday, Thursdays you have like a talented sports program so they have locals that go to the school but you'd go there to be able to be like a netballer or whatever yep. and I remember I had like Joe Morgan was one of my coaches who obviously played for the Sandpipers and now lives in Queensland and coaches their programs but um, yeah so I went there year 7 to 10, I used to have to catch a bus and a train to get to school God. every day and I used to have, I remember me and my friends, the bus would be late so you're running up the train station <laughs> and you try. trying and the doors closing. You're like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> like she's on this platform while I'm gone. Um, so it was a race every day. But, yeah, no, so I went to 7 to 10 and then um, the school was great. Um, but kind of outside netball life had kind of happened and I was trialling for state teams and I'd, I was in the Western Sydney Academy for the first time and I kind of wanted to focus on, like, my education rather than just netball. And so year 11 and 12 I went to um, St Mary Senior, which is only year 11 and 12 school. Oh. Um, but it still has like 400 people in your grade, but they offer kind of every subject where heel sports, if I wanted to kind of get a good ATAR. I was going to have to try and do like advanced mass, advanced no English. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I don't want to have to do that. I want to be able to do basic subjects and do quite well. So yeah, so I moved to year 11 and 12 and they had no school uniform. It was to just wear like black, white, gray or green. They had a uniform for like um official things otherwise I was wearing like tights and joggers every day to school like (laughs) it was so good and then it was literally like 10 there it is (laughs) 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 on the screen it was only like 10 minutes from home as well so when I got my license when I turned 17 um I was able to drive to school which is yeah cool.
2: Did you know anyone at
3: that school when you moved? Um I think there was like one person from my school that moved and then a few people in my area that I kind of like knew from primary school had gone but not really so I had to kind of meet like a whole new friendship group which was pretty daunting because like, there's 400 people you turn up and you're like oh my god who do i pick especially you 11 year <laughs> 12 yeah. 16 17 like a yeah tough
0: age <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what did you go through oh so much <laughs> <laughs> but i kind of was like it was kind of getting you ready for uni so like you didn't have to be at school unless you had subjects so i was literally like only there to go to school really and then i'd be at training or be at home or whatever so it's kind of good
0: and so was that sort of time when you were in the NSWIS program at that stage? So what was sort of like your netball career doing in those sort of years as well? Yes,
3: yeah, so I think, um, yeah, like early year 11 and year 12 was kind of like 17s, 19s, nationals, and um, we had an NSWIS program then. So if you were identified through the pathway of netball, you'd get a silver scholarship. Um, otherwise I had opportunity to put people in the green scholarship. So Anita Keelan and, and Rob Wright were the coaches of the InSwiss program when I was going up. So we would train like three times a week with InSwiss and then you'd have like your academy training and then you have like your premier league, or it wasn't premier league then it was just state league. Mm-hmm. And so it was state league one to eight and I think I was in state league eight at the time and then I moved to four and then three and then finally one. Um, but yeah, so out of state league I'd have, um, InSwiss training and then obviously state training, which was, used to be Friday, Saturday. So yeah, netball was pretty hectic at the time.
2: I feel like it's always more hectic during that time than now. I feel like once it's like in one program, Program. you're like, ah, (laughs) I know what I'm doing. Otherwise, you're getting pulled with
0: so many different things. And so then after year 12, is that when you then, did you go straight to the AIS or did you
3: have? So I had one year at uni. So I did uni full time at um, Western Sydney. Studying? um, business, (laughs) Business and commerce. Okay. Um, so I made heaps of uni friends and then they just slowly, like, started fading because <laughs> uh, I went yes. back to part-time. So I had make friends with, like, 12-year-olds every time I started a new unit. Did you go up to people and
1: say, did you want to be my friend? No, I'm not <laughs> so people. <Bournes. laughs> there
3: was no, like, official, like, will you be my friend? It was just kind of like, yeah, she looks like she would be a good note-taker <laughs> <laughs> next yeah. to her. Hey, I'm Paige. Hey. Won't say you probably all semester, but... <laughs> Give me notes. <laughs> so <can> take notes. <laughs> Resourceful. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to – and then the second year I moved down to Canberra to live at the AIS and I studied just part-time online. Um, but, yeah, I lived down there full-time. How long were you at the AIS for? Um, so I was there for like a year. Okay. Um, pretty cool year. Yeah. Um, I remember Jason Howe. Jason how if you listen to this, so that of had been go- had gone down to a good paddock um, when I came back because I put on a bit away. Um, <laughs> Me too, don't you worry. <laughs> so- what are they fit uh, <laughs> we, now? Well, we spent most of our times on the weekend yeah. at uh, uni pub or mooseheads because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like five or six days of just like the most intense training. Like, we mm. obviously hadn't really been exposed to that, and then so on the weekend, you're like. Whew, where are we going? <laughs> and so you'd be out every weekend. And, like, Julie Fitzgerald was actually the coach in Anita Keelan. And mm. They were quite good at, like, having, like, you know, life balance between – yeah, because obviously down there, like, most people either didn't study or they had to, like, try and find a job or whatever. So mm. – I feel like it was a netball, 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 netball. Um, so I kind of think it was like a release on the weekend to get out. So people netball blame <laughs> netball Mooseheads, netball Mooseheads. <laughs>
2: So people blame the dining hall, but really,
3: <laughs> it was like two dollar fifty drinks at uni park. Like you can't get a drink here for under ten dollars. <laughs> I'm only
1: looking at Moosehead's website. That looks like the place to be.
3: Do that bring down memories? Yeah, oh. I remember we had a dress up one night. I was like the Incredibles. <laughs> we had like the Incredibles. We had Superman. We had like um tradies. It was yeah. We had a good group as well. Like, a lot of the players, like, we had, like, Kim Rowellian and Gabby Simpson and Amelia Schmidt, played, who plays still in the State League, and Kate Thompson and Amy Somerville. Like, a lot of the players that we played with actually went on. Like, Kate Shimon was down there for a bit. Like, went on to actually, like, play, play in the Suncorp or the ANZ at the time, which is, yeah, pretty cool.
1: Were you one of the young ones in those in that group, or were you guys all the same age? We were
3: all at the same age. We were yeah. kind of all trying to get into World Youth Cup, which was, oh. like, the yeah, following okay. year. Um, so I went down in twenty. 12 but 2013 was like the world cup year and so we're all kind of like a similar age and then trying to we hadn't all got a contract yet for our you know like swifts or vixens or whatever it was so um yeah we're all trying to get a contract um back home
0: and so then, 2013 was the year that you got your first contract with the Swifts. Can you tell us a little bit about like how how you found
3: out, what it felt like? I guess it's something you
0: dreamt of for a long time. It was, really, it was really
3: it was really weird because in 2012, when I was down in Canberra, there was an injury in the Swifts, and so I remember like getting a call from Lisa Bagg, and I was like. I I was, like, walking around, like, we had, like, study hall. So I was, like, in study hall. (laughs) And I walked out and she's, like, hey, like, we've had an injury this weekend. Like, we'd love for you to come and, like, be a replacement player. And we'll just fly you to Adelaide. Like, so you'll be in Canberra. Don't come and train. We'll fly you to Adelaide. (laughs) You'll sit on the bench. And then – because it was 12 at the time then. There wasn't 10. So there was more opportunities to be able – for younger kids to be able to sit on the bench. And – experience and so I think it was like Christy Durham which I don't know if many of you would know but she played in like our a and and um like for the for the Waratahs and stuff during the a program but yes yeah, so I was like oh okay like well, uh, who do I tell like can I, can I tell anyone like how do I get there like how do I get to the airport like, what do I do? Like, and she's like okay well, we'll just pack a bag and like so then I had to tell Julie and Nina like oh I'd be nice to go down and and then so, yeah, I flew to Adelaide um, and sat on the bench and then we had like the grey dresses. We used to have like the away dress, so I oh, debuted yeah. in the grey dress. But I remember we were getting beat by, I don't know, something like 30 and she's like, oh, you're going to go on a wing attack against Shawnee," And I was like.
1: Oh <laughs> you're already down by 30 yeah <laughs> and
3: I, I don't remember i don't remember at all again I've never watched it back I don't even remember anything about it but i just remember i was against Sharni. oh can we my talk boy.
2: about like a stack side if you're putting Sharni at wing defense yeah, yeah that's such a flex day. for
3: you just to, to do your debut yeah i was like well. oh my god and then, yeah so then that year though i was traveling. like i wish i was at moose heads right now <laughs> <laughs> i probably came back to there. um but yeah that year i kind of had traveled like seven or eight times like kind of in between canberra and so I wouldn't train with the Swiss, but I'd go and sit on the bench or play. That's and stuff. Such a actually, unique experience. Yeah, but I was playing most of that year in wing defence. So I debuted in wing attack, but then I played because then Joe Sutton, who you'd know, was also in the team at the time, and she then got an injury. So then whoever kind of got injured, I kept replacing that person, no matter what kind of position they were. Mm. And then, yeah, the year after I got the um, contract, I don't actually know how it happened. I kind of think it was like a progression of like, well, you would kind of <laughs> been in here a few times. Yeah, and then yeah. I remember it was like $11,500 and I was like, yes, like, I won the lottery. Best, <laughs> Best part-time job I am ever. Rich. <laughs> am I? Bella, <bell-headed? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then obviously, yeah, 2013, then I moved back. So it was like me, Rav and Gabby who'd kind of grown up in New South Wales together and then I got Swiss and then them two got offered Firebird, so mm-hmm. we moved from Canberra and then kind of parted ways and yeah. never had kind of come back. But, yeah, we were always we all grew up playing together and then we kind of got several opportunities to, yes, yeah, sign our first contract.
1: So how was that first year when you were properly signed?
3: Um, it was kind of like a blur. I feel like we we didn't do very well and I was playing the year at wind defence. Um, but. I was like, well, I'm on. Like, this is yeah. cool. Like, and it, w- it was kind of like a blur, because I feel like it was like, got my first contract, I was playing with Monia Gerard, Sonia McClomer, yeah. April Letton at the time. Um, Like, it was just, like Carla Jawaki, like Amy Wilde. Like, there was this, like, epic people. Kim Green was in the team. Vanessa Ware was her last year yeah. playing. So I was just like, oh, my God. This is, like, I probably didn't speak the whole year. Like, I was <laughs> like, sit here, do this, I wrote a room with Monia Gerard once. She's like, okay, I'm going to, like... I'm um, dye your eyebrows, and I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I, what do, I do? do you have photos? That's all I want to know. Do you yeah, have, do have photos? You what you like when you got your hair braided by Carla <laughs> Franco. So I'm like in the hotel room, like with my head off the bed, <laughs> like I don't know what's happening. She's like, Do we, sorry. That whatever. is the it's best. Money Duran, <laughs> Money
0: Duran, I could do whatever Money Duran wants me to do. That's our headline for this episode. Money Duran dyed my eyebrows.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is so different. To, like the stories you probably hear in. Like, oh, in my
1: first year, they, like, threw bees at yeah, my well, face. That's your initiation. Oh, <laughs> don't <laughs> worry.
3: Kim <laughs> Green gave me initiation, but we out. I don't know if I could, yeah, it was, like, shots off someone's body. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, She's like, it's an initiation. I was like, are you sure? I want to go <laughs> no, home. No,
0: this
1: <laughs> would not happen to Moosehead.
0: Bit off topic, sorry. No, no, no. That's what we're here for. Okay. That's what we're all about <laughs> at the Bad Chatter <laughs> Podcast. What do you mean?
1: <laughs> oh my god. Well, how long did it then take you to start feeling kinda of comfortable and find your own voice in that team? Because then I think I'm I don't know the exact date, but didn't you then get like that massive stacked Swifts team with Shani and
3: yeah, so I then so I kind of played the first year in twenty thirteen. Then I did my then I debuted for Australia. So I was like, oh my yeah. god, like in so twenty thirteen as well. Yeah, so I'm like, this is like awesome. Like I played against. The double thing is
2: easy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah this is cool. Oh. It's like this is yeah, my cool. first year. Yeah,
3: get contract, debut. real. and then <laughs> in twenty fourteen, I'm did my acl so i had pre-season mm. and then the f- after the first game in the training week i did my acl so i was out for pretty much all of 2014 which was i think it was like really hard obviously being a really young player i hadn't i had like obviously i knew the girls that i wasn't like obviously I had really close mates and things also then going through something like that i was like oh my god like i don't even know how to go through this like what do i do like it was just kind of like a learning experience so that was quite challenging um yeah going through that and then obviously a lot of the girls were like always seems like me to like a Sophie now like the age gap obviously is so mm. different and it's mm-hmm. like hard you know you obviously want to connect and be there for them but then so on so they're in different stages of their life and so so, true. and a lot of the girls I played with were in Sydney where I feel like you know what's great about our team is that yeah. a lot of them have each other to like connect and go through those things together where I feel like everyone had their own life mm. in Sydney, and you know they'd go home and, and we would live like an hour away from each other. Like, where I feel like it's so great that the girls can like, and live so, so close and have each other there all that time when you're going through something like that. And so yeah, that was really tough. Um, and obviously like Rob was the coach, and Rob's like not the most like, <laughs> I guess like understanding. Like I remember, I remember one like day I'd come into training and like you could tell that like, my eyes were like puppy, and I had a yeah I was crying, and then he'd be like. What's wrong with you? (laughs) (gasps) I was like, not the time, not the (laughs) time. I could so picture this. I could so picture this. Yeah, and then obviously twenty fifteen um came back that year and played and then obviously I was lucky enough to be be able to go to the World Cup as Wikipedia has told us that was the end of my career. One fact they got right. (laughs) Um but yeah, it was it wasn't until like twenty I think it was sixteen, um that, no, 2015, we got, like, Julie Coletto, Shiny Leighton, Katie Thwaites, and so they had all come over. Was that your first year, too, Turner? Or no. you, yeah, were you? So, 16. Oh, 16. Yeah, right. yeah, so you came after Julie Coletto. Well, We've sure. got the
0: team-upper. Uh, on the <laughs>
2: next I'm pretty to Maddie. sure, like, for Sassy, we did, like, a sis, like a Sassy trip to Sydney, and I'm pretty sure we played you and like, it was your first practice match back or something from your knee.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. It was yeah. in pre-season. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I remember being, like, and I think I'd, like, I think... Shani was injured or Julie was injured or something. So like I had to play on the Swift team as well, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And we did, I did so bad when I was playing like for Sassy, but then I was on the Swift, I was like, oh, this is fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and where I belong. Yeah. Then, you know,
2: I think Abby was goal defense and I was goalkeeper. <laughs> I was like, this is so cool.
1: <laughs> so you really found your feet, say 2015,
3: 2016. Yeah, I think um, it was, it was I was always in awe struck. Like I think, yeah. like I was playing with like like some of the best players in the world. Like, it was honestly ridiculous. And I don't think I really appreciated it probably until, like, later that I was like, wow, like, I actually got to play and, like, learn. Like, I was, like Laura Langman, like, mm. probably ultimately the best quarter ever. Mm. And just to see how she kind of goes about her business and, you know, learning off that, I just think I was very lucky to be able to play alongside, like, you know, Susan Pettit, who didn't miss a game in all of her career, like, mm. played over 200 wow. games. Like, it's incredible. So, yeah, I think. On reflection, I was really lucky, but yeah, I think kind of. To be honest, I feel like it wasn't until these guys kind of came into the team that I really found like who I was. And mm-hmm. I, as I said, I was a shy kid, so I think you know if someone said sit there, I'd be, okay, do this, I'd do, do it. But I feel like when these guys came in, I found like who I was, and I guess kind of connected with this group. And that's very why I think we've been so successful, and we can kind of get along on and off the court because we are so similar. And I think we've while we're all different, we're all there for a you know common goal. And I think we have each other's genuine best interests at heart. And I feel like that's not what the other teams didn't. I just think it was just like I was so young and naive and I just thought, wow, like this all happens and I just, whatever, you know, it doesn't happen. But I feel like now you realise that you can make that happen and you can create the environment that you want to create and be a big part of that. So, yeah, it probably wasn't actually until these guys really came in that I was like, wow, like this is where I want to be, this is where I should be and what I can help create in this environment and with the Swifts.
0: Can you sort of talk us through the end of that 2016 season? Because that's when ANZ finished and then the Super Netball mm. came in and that's where like you know chaos. we had a lot of us yeah, <laughs> of literally <laughs> chaos and so that's when this sort of new Swifts era began and we a lot of us came from different teams but I guess for you like the flip side of that is like you've gone from this really stacked team that's playing two back to back premierships then all of a sudden the Giants come in half your players go <laughs> and play for the Giants some retire <sighs> kind of everyone goes everywhere it was sort of only you Abby McCulloch Maddie Turner and Loz Moore I think it was that all oh, had Loz hadn't even had a contract then she, she, no she yeah. she'd been in a yeah training so there's three of you Literally from that initial twelve that is still there. Were you sort of like, oh shit, or were you like, no, this is exciting, like to kind of start fresh?
1: And were you approached? I thought about that question last oh,
3: night. Yes. Um. <laughs> Uh, i I think i had both emotions i was like oh shit because i remember like when the talk of um giants coming in everyone kept reaching out to me and being like oh well if it's you know the greater western sydney giants like Mm. you have to be there like you are the pride of penrith like you know (laughs) you need to go play for the you know the western sydney team like you've grown up in western sydney like you know you can be a role model for young kids coming out that way that you know there is a pathway and i was like oh like i hadn't even thought about that but obviously then They didn't go with that. They were linked to Greater Western Sydney. They just said they were Giants netball. I was like, "Mm, well, I'm not going to leave Swiss. I feel like there's, you know, unfinished business here. And obviously, as you said, like, we'd gone to two grand finals. We'd lost both of them by one goal and then in double extra overtime. Um, I felt like, oh, like, I can't leave on that note. But I had been approached by multiple clubs, two or three clubs, and I thought, oh, maybe, like because I remember, like, Shani and Katie were going to um, Magpies, Kim and Pratts went to Giants, and then Steph and Laura went to Lightning, and I was like, oh, maybe it's my time to, like, go and, like, branch out and get out of Sydney and stop being in my comfort zone and, like, go and do something else. And so I, you know, I seriously considered going somewhere else and um – I'm not going to say who offered me because she was (laughs) probably the coach at the time. But, yeah, I was like, oh, maybe it's time for me. Maybe, you know, I've always been the safe one. I've always been the one that stayed in the comfort zone. And, you know, Paige will be here. Paige Paige will play for Swift. So I was like, oh, so I really considered it. But then, you know, speaking to Mads and Abby, I was like, you know what, we can create something here. And, like, we obviously heard the list, you know, that Anita and Rob were trying to get with players that I had played with Mads, like kind of growing up through our pathway and, um, you know, some internationals like Helen and and Sammy who were – you know, going to be, like, world beaters. So I was like, oh, like, it's an opportunity here really to create something. Whilst it's not moving to a new team, it actually is something that's completely new. Like, because yep. we're going to be training differently, we're going to have completely different people, it's going to be a different environment, having a lot of people that aren't even from Sydney. So, yeah, I probably couldn't I couldn't knock back the opportunity to be like, nah, I can stay here, but we can actually create something really new. And I look back now and I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> best <laughs> decision. Well, Boy, you guys did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: was that your first year at Swiss Proud?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I left the Thunderbirds after the ANZ and yeah, then okay. same sort of thing. Like I came to Swifts because of, well, we had Anita Keelan at the time who'd been our assistant coach at World Youth Cup when I played with Paige. Like, Facebook I, messaged you. <laughs> she dropped into my, slid into my DMs. <laughs> um, and then obviously, yeah, like I'd played World Youth Cup with Paige. you lived at the sort of the AIS for a little bit with her and like I obviously knew Turner from from growing up and I think that that was the stuff that really, you know, excited me. I think the Swiss had this great brand sort of as a team but I also think that I loved the fact that players like Paige and Mads and Abby were sort of sticking around and kind of the same thing of being like you're stepping into a new team but when you're stepping in with so many other new ones as well it's not kind of as daunting as well so it was almost like you kind of half cheated the system of being like <laughs> I'm starting kids. fresh but yeah. I'm not yeah I'm one of like seven new kids yeah. <laughs> but I always say that like when we talk about this new Swiss legacy like I think it's built on the foundation of like a pagey a Madsen, and a Abby that did stick around and kind of like saw that future for us and I think that's what's made it so exciting
1: hard question for you to
0: probably answer Ooh. Ooh. But oh,
1: like, when did because you're you know you're considered a senior player in this team now when did you start to realize that transition was happening where you're like actually people are now looking up to me like what you probably did with Kim and Laura back in the day like when did you start realize like oh my god I have a little bit more responsibility now (laughs) was it like
3: when you were first put into like a leadership group um I don't know if there's like ever like a like a set point I feel like you I feel like for me it was like obviously I'd been vice captain with um abs for a while and then mads i was vice captain then we also became co-captains and i feel like it was just like a, kind of a transition like when you see those young ones come in and i was like oh i do want to like help them get better and i think um i still i guess for me it's like i don't see myself as like oh i've got to go and like impart all this knowledge on this person or i've got to like do this <laughs> no, <think> no 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 <laughs> for me it's about like doing what i do best and and bringing people along with me and i think it's you know obviously you give feedback and you have those hard conversations and i feel like those things i feel like when they become easier you realize that you're in a position where like you know you're okay with who you are and, and what you've created and, and you know who are as a leader i think those things don't become hard anymore it's like no nah, i want the best for this team and i want the best for individuals so those things become easy but um yeah i don't think there was ever a point where i'm like oh like now i'm 30 and <laughs> i'm now like a leader in that but i think it's for me it's about you obviously have those young ones come in and, you know, like Tay always speaks about like, oh, you know, I had posters of you on my wall and that's like, oh, that's like... Oh, that but photo of you and Tay. Oh, but, sorry, <laughs> <it's huge. laughs> but yeah, I think for me it's just trying to be the best I can be and, and bring people along with me. And I, I said to Tay yesterday, I, I think for me it's about until I don't have that drive and that passion to want to be better and want this team to be the ultimate and win premierships, I know that I've still got more to give and when that fire kind of burns, that's when I know it's my time to like, you know, hang up the bib or whatever but I think yeah. for me it's like that still has fire in me every day to be better and want those young ones to come in and I want them to be SWIFTS, I want them to yeah. want to be here with us I want them in our training partner program, I want them to be in the red dress and I want them to be able to you know play for the SWIFTS for 10, 15 years or whatever they want to be so yeah I think it's like about the fire not like going okay I'm now this old I have to impart knowledge is trying to be the best I can be and then hopefully bringing them along with me.
2: Great answer <laughs>
0: She likes it, I love it. Answer. <laughs> Pass, Pass. sort of like going back but it's sort of going forwards as well we're obviously in a world cup here i think it's 50 days today someone told me um you've obviously had a very i don't know how to like i don't know what the word would be to roller describe coaster? it roller, yeah a roller coaster of an international career i think you told us that you've sort of been you're one of the players that's been around the longest but it's probably had less caps than a lot of people because you've had you've been in you've been out you've been injured you've been um yeah you haven't had the smoothest ride but can you probably? Firstly, take us back to your debut and how that all happened and then maybe just give us a snapshot of, yeah, kind of how that journey has progressed.
3: I don't know why, like, a little bit emotional. It's the podcast. We're really good. <laughs> oh We're really we really wanted to um, Yeah, I feel like the Diamonds, like, is, I guess, really hard to talk about because I feel like Swifts, not that it's been easy at Swifts, but I feel like I've been kind of like that path that you start as a until I was junior and then you've been backed and then I got the contract and then I've kind of – had the opportunity to continue m- my progression at the one club. And, and I feel like, you know, I've had all coaches like Anita and Rob and then Bryony who's really, like, pushed me to be better and seen something in me. And I think – lot of the Diamonds didn't, but I feel like when I was in 2013 I was like, oh, like I'm in the, in the Diamond squad. Like, oh, so you get, your, <laughs> you get your contract and then your Diamond squad and then – I'm going to debut, and I remember we had trials, it used to be a trial, and <laughs> we trialled in Canberra and then they read out, you know, this is a team for the Constellation Cup or whatever against New Zealand, but then we're going to have a two-test series against Malawi, and we're going to change, like I think it was like two of us, or three of us, and I think um Demelza Fellows, is that her name? Yeah, yeah. McLeod? Yeah. Yes. I
0: think it was Fellows, and then it went McLeod. McLeod, yeah, she Hello.
3: came in for Bianca Chatford, I think, and I came in for Kim Valley, and they were going to be rested for those two games, so we came in, and I remember I ran out of the Marg Petrus room and mum, 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 So many tears. I'm going to debut like – and she's like, what? And, yeah, my debut was in Wollongong, um, which oh, obviously yeah. my, all my family oh, – Yeah, so all my family could come. And I remember it was half-time and we were up by a bit to Malawi. And then Lisa Alexander was like, you're going on. And I was playing with, like, Aaron Bell and Maddie Brown was in centre. And it was just – Unbelievable. Like and then like, the second game was on the Gold Coast and I got to start that game. Um and then I ended up getting like the player of the match in that it's game and world. I was like, Wow, like <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is
1: <laughs> <awesome>. it. <I'm on laughs> like, <is> awesome.
3: Wikipedia's <laughs> got that. <just> <laughs> They've got that bit of <laughs> Um and then yeah, so it was kind of like kind of all smooth sailing, right? And then um the next year was twenty fourteen, which was the com Games year, and I was like, Oh, that's like that probably won't get in that like but i'm in the squad like how awesome but then obviously i did my acl in in that year so then obviously i was out for the year um and then 2015 i was come back and i they they named the squad like i did now they name it like early like you know round five or six so i didn't get named in the squad um that year Mm -hmm. And, obviously, I was, like, devastated because I had just come back from ACL. But, obviously, I hadn't had enough time. Like, I would literally only played, like, five games since doing my ACL. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, all right, whatever. Um, kept playing. And that year we obviously went into the grand final. Um, and Maddie Brown had done an ACL that year. Um, and so the grand final happened. We lost by one. Obviously devastated, crying. Get a tap on the shoulder. You're going to a You're going to get drug tested. Oh. Um, but, also, can you just check your emails? I'm <laughs> like, what? What? As the what? Asada said, me an email. So I've gone to my phone. I'm sitting in the Asada thing, like, waiting for my turn to wee. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it's like, hey, you've been elevated to the Diamond Squad for 2015, 2016, blah, blah. And oh I was gosh. like, oh, like... Oh. an email as well. What yeah. if it had gone to your junk yeah. and you yeah. hadn't yeah. seen it? Yeah. Sorry
1: guys, I missed this tournament. It went to my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
3: But So our manager said, look, so I'd been elevated to the squad and at the time, Susan Pettit or Prattley had also been elevated. So we both had played that game and then been elevated yeah. and then um, the next day, obviously, we went out that night and our commiserations. Mooseheads. <laughs> <laughs> was, she
2: passed was, the
1: side of Where
3: was that where we went after? We went after the year after as well. Um,
2: <laughs> in Brisbane. Yeah. Yes.
3: Oh, you know it.
2: I don't know it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know the dance floor. Yeah, but I don't You're know what it's called. You're a on dance floor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Turner, we need to know more. Exposed. No, I actually don't know what it's called for that That was food poisoning, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, 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 seriously. Um, bad breed after the game.
3: <laughs> but then, yeah, the next morning, I... So most of you know that I lose my voice after a few drinks. <laughs> and my phone's ringing and Taylor Davies was my roommate and I'm going... So I answer so, my... Hello. <laughs> hey, it's Lisa Alexander. Oh <laughs> it's like, oh um, so you've been named in the twelve to go to the World Cup. That's Cop. crazy. And I'm going, What? What? <laughs> I don't I've never know. And I'm this story. going, Oh, oh and Taylor's like on the bed like <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going, Oh my God Like she goes, Yeah, so you'll be in camp in two days <gasps> in Sydney. And I'm going, Oh, okay. Yeah, so up the <laughs> what do I do? Like, oh my God And then I didn't want to say anything because I knew that Susan Petter had also been elevated to yeah, the squad, so I thought, oh, maybe she'll get in the team as well. Jeez. And then she hadn't been named in the team. So we'd both been elevated, but I had been named in the team because Maddie Brown had obviously done an ACL, so I was right. taking kind of her spot. Um, and then it was just a blur. Like, I remember we took pictures on at the Opera House. I was with, like, Shawnee Leighton, Laura Geitz, like, Kim Green. Like, Renee, Renee Ingalls was my um, roommate of World Cup. Like, oh, it was just God. unreal. And it was in Sydney, so I was kind of like, all my family could come, and my my pop had passed away about four months before that, and so my nan had never really seen me play, and not that it was obviously it was kind of timing that he was really sick, but he passed away, and then my nan could come and watch Aww. me play in Sydney, and she like absolutely I thought goosebumps. loved it, um, <laughs> yeah. And then I feel like twenty fifteen was ultimate high, like in Sydney, winning the World Cup, like it was just like. Your home, like, all your fans, like, it was just unbelievable. And then I'd be like, from 2015, it was kind of like this, this ultimate roller coaster. Like, I would go on tours, but I would not play. I can't remember how many times I got a message of Lisa Alexander saying, <laughs> like, I remember we would travel with 13 players, and she like, can you please come to my room? Oh, no, no.
2: Uh, no. Going, I want that message. <laughs> I've had that message yeah. too. <laughs> you go in there, hey, Lisa.
3: <laughs> so you're not in the 12 today? Yep. Next, bye. <laughs> next day, Hagen, come to my room. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me anymore. Just text me. <laughs> Just send me an email. I wanted yeah. to go away. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like from 2015 to kind of 2018, 2019, I'd kind of been like in the squad, and then I was dropped completely from the tr- squad in like 2017, 2018. Then I came back in just before the 2018 Com games, but then didn't make Com games. Then I'd go away on like tours. I remember the 2018 tour, I'd go away and i played like 10 minutes. Um, so it was kind of like just this rollercoaster. I was like in the squad, out of the squad. So we joke about it now, because I debuted in 2013, but I probably got the least amount of caps in some of the because obviously, like, some players years. debuted and then hadn't missed a game. Like, I remember at Com Games, um, Joey and Cordo got their 50 games where they debuted like four years after me. Yeah. Um, but they had played kind of 50 games consistently, which is, you know, obviously, like, it's, it's hard, but I feel like I wouldn't change a journey. I feel like it's shaped who I am and I think when I go into that environment I'm really grateful for the opportunity because I feel like I'd been around so long but I just hadn't really got my opportunity and um yeah so it had been a roller coaster and then even when Stacey Marinkovich first came in I was on tour with Mads and we went away to New Zealand and um they took like 21 of us I think and we both kind of sat out for that whole tour and didn't play so I feel like the journey has kind of been like yeah like <laughs> you're there but you're not quite there and um but yeah I think whilst I would love to you know I would love to have a career where you Debut and you, you, you play hundred caps for Australia, and it's all not never. It's never easy. No one's journey is ever easy, but you know, kind of you feel like the hard work you're putting in is paying off. But I actually feel like it's the got lo- push you more. Yeah, and I feel like I never really. I've kind of felt personally that I would play like this at Swiss level but then I never kind of got to that level Mm. in Diamonds and I don't know if it was because I felt like maybe I wasn't fully believed in or I hadn't kind of found my groove but probably wasn't until the last kind of two years where I felt like going to that environment, I was like, yeah, you know what, like I deserve to be here and, Mm. you know, I've worked hard, I'm in this position and now I can go out there and play on that international stage. So I feel like kind of 20... 21 was kind of like a breakout quad series sure. and then going from there. So can't, it kind of took me a while to break there, but, yeah, it hasn't. definitely hasn't been easy. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunities that whatever I've played, whatever, I don't know what Google said. <laughs> um, Come on, Google. But I'm grateful for every minute. Even <laughs> at the Com Games last year, obviously, was was heartbreaking. But, yeah, I think it, the Diamonds has really challenged me in that environment.
2: I think it's such a weird environment as well because I feel like we've all kind of been similarish like, spots. And I feel like there's very few people that – relate to like not just progressing up in that sort of environment so I feel like there's not heaps of people that could go like oh shit like, like and it can relate to how like you feel when you're in that position things like that or if you're on the fringe and things yeah so I feel like it's a very like niche <laughs> sport and to come
0: out the other end is like so like hard to do as well so and I think it's something that's sometimes hard for people to understand it's thought they probably think oh you're in the diamond like that's awesome but they don't realize the actual yeah. intricacies of what goes on and like you said you might be in a squad but you might not play you might be in the team but you might not play like there's so many levels to it it's like you take one step and it's like okay I'm in the team but then I don't get in the 12 okay but yeah. now I'm in the 12 but I'm not in the seven <laughs> and then it's like I just feel like there's so and it, it's that real yeah a hard thing to kind of explain um unless people really know what your story is so I think that a lot of people listening probably yeah haven't realized what that kind of journey can be like and I think it's. Even when you put other people from other professional sports, that's when they start to kind of understand as well. But it just shows that, yeah, you're never fully in and you're never fully out <laughs> and you never... <laughs> but like you said, I think the best thing is it means that you just take every moment. Um, you, know, you never take a moment for granted, sorry. And bloody hell, hopefully that World Cup can just be the, the fairy tale hopefully of the, we can of the <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, um,
2: I have to ask
1: a question to change the mood a little bit. Um, because there's something... There's a question that's asked to SSM players throughout the years, and your name is always the answer. Oh no, this is going. Yeah, I don't. Well, Paige don't is a self-proclaimed quiet person, shy <laughs> oh! person, and every time they go, "Who's <laughs> the biggest pest on court? Who's the biggest shit talker?" the only name that I ever hear is Paige Hadley. And <laughs> oh, I, I won't not believe, believe it. That
3: was <laughs> Look, I always defend myself because they used to be the test. I feel like I am. Our team's half up, girl. Like, so you believe on the- it. Even like- on the weekend, like, they were like bashing Diddy, and I was like, stand strong, you yeah. stand strong. Yeah. You got this Diddy. And Jamie was like, oh, she's just falling over. And I was like, they get annoyed that I feel like, and even like, I remember when Sophie Garvin was in the tan, my job was literally to hype, <laughs> hype her up to- and get the defenders <laughs> annoying. You. And I feel like they go, oh, you're-, you're just a pest. Like, you just say, talk shit. And I'm like, I'm actually never I never say like, oh your mum's this. One. No. <laughs> <laughs> my <shots came> <laughs> like I never ever say anything about personal. It's jokes. literally like uh, I'm hyping up my teammates yeah. and it really irritates people and I'm like, not my problem. Like I'm the ultimate – I feel like that's the thing I love at wing attackers. I can be yeah. so connected to my shooters. Yeah. And so I feel like I get this question a lot and I'm like, well, People, I never say, like, oh, you're shit, or your mom's yeah. this, or you're this. I actually am only your literally mom? hyping yeah. up our players, and they yeah. don't like
0: it. I feel like I it's, it's the yeah, ultimate like one percenter. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like, oh, yeah. and I think that's, again, exactly what you said. Like, you're the person that's in our huddles talking. You're the person that's, like, on the court talking the most. And I don't even at training, if I'm not on your team for something, I'm like, no, Paige <laughs> is going to be hyping me up. She's going to be hyping somebody else up. And like, I think it's such a skill, because I often, like, joke about the fact that, like, I talk so much off the court, but when it comes to being <laughs> on court, I'm, like, almost a mute, because I'm so, like. You know, so I think it's such a skill to be able to do yeah. what you do. You're concentrating um, on the rules. Well, I'm, just, I'm just trying to catch my breath. Remember the rules trying to fall over. There's too much, uh, too much happening.
1: Just, look, I'm glad you could clear your name. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because
3: yeah. I never believed it for a second.
0: We're a yeah. podcast with the people and we clear people's <laughs> names. Yeah, because I
3: actually get it a lot and I'm like, but what have I said? And they're like, oh, well, you kind of just, oh, well, I don't really know. Like, yeah, I never said, I never trashed all. I always just am like harping up. My teammates.
0: I've got another random tangent to go on, but I feel
3: like, you know, we talk about
0: how you're very studious, you're very (laughs) organised, you're very good at all those sorts of things, yet... Your taste in television <laughs> is the total opposite. Can you tell everybody what you, like, You, I reckon you've ever missed a season of a certain show and you're always up with it. Well, well there's a few actually. You're <laughs> actually
3: on cue because Love Island started <laughs> last That's night. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of. Exactly what I was thinking and of. don't worry, me and Sam Wallace have watched it. <laughs> have you
0: really? Yeah, <laughs> <started> last night. <laughs>
3: So that's your guilty pleasure. Well, yeah, I feel like, um, like everyone's like, what's a good show? And they're like, oh, like, oh that's too serious. Because I feel like trash TV is something to me I can just switch my yeah, mind off. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a quite a busy person. I'm never sitting on the lounge watching TV. I'm either like working or washing or hanging the clothes. <laughs> yeah. Jordan does nothing. <laughs> <Just> like, um, <laughs> we love you, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like having trash TV on, you don't have to like really like concentrate. Mm-hmm. You can kind of just watch it. But yeah, don't miss a season of Love Island. <laughs> so like just the Australian one Or are we talking like oh, UK and Like I watched the Australian one But the UK one is way better Right okay yeah. So that's what you're watching last night Yeah so UK just started Yeah
2: catch it on 9 now
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is not an ad but it could be I like
2: this let's ask Paige some more
3: non-netball <laughs> questions
2: I want to get to the
3: um,
1: real person I
0: have one that's like sort of like it's serious but also could be fun it's like obviously again back to like you've got a lot that you do outside of netball so have you sort of thought much about what life after netball or whether it will be life after netball still in netball like what do you see your sort of future looking like Just a scary question yeah, I don't I like answering
2: yeah, you don't like that question no yeah, no
3: that's why I, <laughs> I, this is what this podcast is for I ask questions that I never <laughs> would have to answer myself <laughs> it's actually like the scariest question mm. i feel like when you come in or when i when like we came in we we're quite young mm-hmm. You're like, oh, i'll be never 30 <laughs> yeah. <Like>, i'm 21 <laughs> i could go out on the weekend i'm back <laughs> up on monday like i will not have I sore knees <laughs> then you get to 30 you're like oh creaky yeah they're creaky today um yeah I, I think about it all the time to be honest and i feel like it's um probably getting even deeper than but i think it's like hard being a female because mm-hmm. obviously you think about you know do you want a family? Mm-hmm. What's life going to... Where's life going to take you? And I've got two beautiful nieces that I absolutely adore. Um, and I'm like, you know, I do want a family one day. So it's like always on your mind, mm-hmm. like what's... But I feel like for me, I feel like my netball's not over yet. I want to play I play for a few more years. And But it's something I think about all the time. Like when do you want a family? What does life look like after? And I think it, it is scary thinking that you can have a contract one year and then say Swiss don't sign me next year, I literally could have no job, no income, no annual leave, no nothing and I'm literally going to start from scratch again like it is a scary thought to have but um, yeah, ideas I guess, I've done a business and commerce degree, I've always seen myself going into high performance sport, Mm -hmm. I think being very organised, passionate about sport netball is obviously the obvious one that maybe you have a foot in the door but I wouldn't be saying no to other opportunities Mm -hmm. like in other sports like being high performance programs and running their programs Um, also I love a lot of coaching, I'm currently doing my coaching courses and Whilst I didn't like it at the start, but now that I've got regular people I do and coach, and I go out and do a lot of coaching for teams, I think it's something that I probably will progress after. Mm. Um, I feel like it's probably a slower progression though, because you know, you it's going to not everyone's going to be back bully who just retires and then within a couple of years gets mm. that opportunity to be yeah. able to be an assistant coach. But it's something definitely I would consider um and yeah it's probably like the two that are coaching high performance and then obviously like media is Mm. something that I've obviously yeah done a little bit on in the off season with um Fox and um obviously having a contract with them I do a bit with them so it was something that I would obviously try obviously it's not going to be a full-time um gig not everyone gets to to do that but it'd be something that I would try but obviously that's all about timing of you know when you retire who retires Mm who else is around, you know, some, mm-hmm. some of the girls doing it now have been lucky in terms of, you know, when they've retired and kind of the spots that have opened up. And then, um, yeah, so I think there's opportunities. I think it's scary because you obviously go, oh, I've got all these things, but, like, how I do you, all. you know, <laughs> yeah. how do you then go, all right, that's what I'm going to do? Because I always say to Jordan, like, I'm, I'm scared that something won't give me the thrill that netball uh-huh. has mm-hmm. given me. And I not, not that I won't be happy after netball, but the ability to be able to go out and try and be better every day at training, like, compete, push yourself, yeah. win, like, the adrenaline, like... <laughs> Not have to work nine to five. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, like, sleeping this day, like, yeah. go this say like, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I don't have a job at the moment, so uh, <laughs> I would be giving you devil eyes anyway. <laughs> so that, yeah, that is scary to think, you know, what will give me that kind of thrill and joy mm-hmm. that netball has given me for so many years. Mm-hmm. And I think the last few years netball given me even more joy because I think, When you're young, you don't really appreciate what it is. And then now to be able to kind of be your full-time job and be able to go out and, you know, go to young kids and be like, yep, this is the pathway. I can help you get there and kind of thing. So what the touch and the reach that you can have, you don't really appreciate till later. I'm like, wow, like I don't want this to end, but my body ain't going to let it (laughs) go forever.
1: (laughs) I remember I walked in one... Well it would have been like just before you guys had preseason, and you were running and I knew you guys weren't back yet. I'm like, Paige what are you doing? You're like, the body doesn't hold up like it used to. Start earlier. I was like, go
0: you. Go you. Look at you running. me I've got like a donut in my head. <laughs> <laughs> are you been running? <laughs> I have been running.
1: Um, not about me. Um <laughs> your nieces have to be the cutest little girls I've ever seen. How exciting is it when you're on court and you know they're like in the crowd? Does it make a difference? Is that a weird question? No, I, <laughs> like, but yes, I don't know. I'm some kidding. people, like some people, might shut out the crowd. But knowing yeah. that, like, I would always feel better if there was you knew someone on the sideline that you know don't get to see you often or something. But it's something like they're really young too. And Willow, I feel like, like I saw her on Sunday, but last time I saw her, she was like,
0: you a tiny baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she was Quinn. <laughs> yeah. She's
1: literally watching you evolve as like a player and a person. Does that make a difference with them in the crowd? And is it like what's that feeling like?
3: Yeah, I think ultimately, like, I love being able to look up into the stands and see like my family kind of all sitting together like um I don't think I realize like my the joy it brings to like my dad especially like Mm. being able to watch you know his young girl like Go through the pathways, watch me since I was little, and then being able to sit there and play professionally. Like you know, I, you don't realize the joy that it brings to your parents. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. it, it brings heartache and it brings stress <laughs> and it brings all that. But you know, looking up and going like everyone's parents, it's so proud. Like to be able to go there and watch your kid yeah. do the thing they love mm-hmm. the most. And yeah, I think my little nieces. I don't think I was speaking to Carly, their mum, about this the other day, and like, like they have no idea how lucky yeah. like yeah. they are. They like Willow will just prance down security, <laughs> <the> security on <laughs> uh, uh, um, Paige's knees. Don't you know? Who uh, they yeah, <laughs> and then they. That's the, my auntie. They open the door and she just walks on. Oh, hey Maddie. Hi hey Maddie. Like she's just, you know, like she's Queen Willow. Like and I said they just don't realise like how lucky they yeah. are to be able to have the experiences they they, they yeah. do. Like um, but yeah, I, I love them. I think. Um I remember when Willow was born and the love I have for her and when they said it was going to be a girl Quinn was going to be a girl I was like I cannot share my love like, <laughs> Willow is like the ultimate but I love I love them both and I think Willow just brought so much joy to, to my life and you know even so I, like she loves all the girls like you know she calls Helen Pom Pom because she's a <laughs> pommy and yeah and she what, what does she call you Maddie Bonkers Maddie because bonkers, she thinks she's like Bonkers and like <laughs> that's a good nickname yeah. <laughs> thank you like she just like um, yeah loves them and I think for me it's just being able to be a role model for them and to be able to you know they can go out there and chase their dreams but yeah I just don't think they know how lucky they are and I think after a game like I think we, we live about 40 minutes away from each other in Sydney so I don't see them all the time because we're quite busy with our schedule and stuff so on a when we're playing at home I, I like that I'm able to see them and yeah. have that time with them after and obviously I've got to try and share my love around with all the all the fans yeah. um but Willow obviously like you know she'd be there walking yeah. with me and ha- hold you know his posters and stuff so yeah i feel very very lucky to be able to have them two in my life and um yeah they have just brought so much joy and i think when i'm with them i forget about all the other stuff like i forget about the stress and this and that it's just about being in the moment being with them because they just don't care yeah. like they honestly don't care and like you know when i went to the aftermath function the other day she's like the boss she's, <laughs> co- she's co-captain and i'm like yep yeah. yeah, my auntie's the boss. Which makes my. me the boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, she was like walking around getting on assignment. I'm more important. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I just love her. Like, yeah, seeing a little bit of me and her um, as she grows up is, yeah, just awesome. Just a note to my brother. I'd like to see my nephews at one of my games. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, uh, Paige. You, oh, sorry, oh sorry. No, no, no. No, I was
0: going to say. I was going to wrap things up. But well, will you wait? wrap it up. You've got better... Ooh. wrapping up skills <laughs> so i don't think i do I think i just ramble go, i was actually gonna make the joke of being like we've got to fit this into like your commute so we can't yeah. make it too long as much as we could talk to you forever but i just think it was mm. funny what you saying like you don't realize how lucky Willow is. but i don't think as a podcast we realize how lucky we are <laughs> no. to have someone like Paige. but honestly you are a very busy person for you to have made the time for your favorite podcast <laughs> um we are honestly so on and i think that like I was literally a fangirl sitting there to say and I've you know known you for so long but I probably haven't actually known all the intricacies of your career and I just think that the way that you've been able to stay so true to yourself and like you said as well you went from that shy kid to now being the person that revs us up before every game Talks I just think but I also just think you are the ultimate teammate you do everything for the team and I think that the Swifts is a better place because you're here and a lot of us came to the Swifts because of you and we always talk about the fact that sort of we're creating this legacy at the Swifts and yeah that's all all because of you and we're very lucky and this podcast is gonna go viral because of you
3: so thank you for thank you for coming on this episode right, thanks for having me you guys are honestly absolute legends and to be honest the reason I listen is because I want to support you guys and what you want to what you want to do and I think you've always spoken about this podcast for, for years. I know you tried to start a little bit earlier and then you got it off the ground but I, I love listening to you and honestly sorry Sue but I love the
2: you <laughs> <laughs>
1: Paige Tadley is still with us. Woo! She's gonna play a game and she's gonna do her obstruction gains and goals with us because um well she's got
3: nowhere to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Paige, how about you start us off? We always start with our obstructions. So tell us what's grinding your gears this week.
3: Um, yeah, so it's probably not just this week. It's probably <laughs> a while. But the house prices. Oh. Um, you know, like owning a house at the moment, obviously the interest rate's going up, but I'm trying to look for another house. Mm-hmm. And, like, you think it's in your price range and then you go to the mm. um, the auction and it goes, like, $300,000, over. And I'm just, like, what a joke. It's not, not fair. Um, so, yeah, that's my obstruction. Like, it's honestly, it, like, it's like realestate.com for, like, Tinder. Yeah. I'm swiping, but nothing's going, nothing's, <laughs> nothing's matching. No one's matching. <laughs> no one's matching me. No success stories.
0: <laughs> that's our headline. Realestate.com <laughs> is, <comments> like, Tinder <laughs> for adults adults. that's (laughs)
1: such an adult comment all of the above i
0: love that so much all right (laughs)
2: okay um my obstruction is kind of gross but our i think it's our area where we are our house gets slugs Mm. (laughs) when it gets wet because they want to like hide from the water and stuff so yeah uh it's kind of gross you kind of they're nocturnal thank god but sometimes you come in the morning if you've got early physio you might have a nice little friend at least they're not spiders (laughs) i know actually like I'd rather slugs over cockroaches because they don't move as fast. Yes, I agree. You know, like easier to get rid of. Mm. <laughs> you know where they are. But I think it's that area because it was like Sophie's yeah. friend said she used to wake up in the middle of the night go to the toilet and she'd step on them. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh that's yeah. not it. But, yeah. Slugs. So, slugs. If anyone knows how to get rid of them, let me know. Let well,
0: us know. My obstruction is just myself. Like, I just do stupid <laughs> shit all the time. To the point where I you came, I came into it. the game on the weekend and Helen has returned to me and she's like, How old are you? She's like, so it was off the back of me saying that the night before our game I'd cleaned. Firstly, mistake. Who cleans on a Saturday night? But I hadn't done our bathrooms for ages. And then my thing was that I have no capacity. Like, I'm the type of person that doesn't do two trips anywhere. I just have to hold everything at once. And so I'd done the cleaning downstairs. And then I was walking back upstairs to take the cleaning cleaning products. And I dropped the, like, I think it's called, like, jinx or something. You know, like, the white, like, stuff. And I dropped it. And it went everywhere like for starters i'd fake tans it went all down my legs (laughs) and my fake tan it went all down the stairs i've got a photo that i can post on the thing but it was like i've just spent the last hour cleaning and now i have to clean up the cleaning products (laughs) and it just made me so angry and then because of again the fake tan i'm trying to scrub the floor and then my hands all the fake tan's gone off i've tried to put back over my fingers went green it was just chaotic and it was all because i couldn't be bloody patient enough to just do two trips and i hate myself
1: I see more of my mother in you every week. <laughs> <laughs> my instruction, once again, what to choose from. Um, it's actually just going to be our shower. And I'm looking at Maddie right now. Um, ew, I just got you Maddie. That's so gross. <laughs> um, our shower does this really fun thing where we get about like 10 minutes of hot water and then that's it. And then Stunning. And then you have to wait about like half an hour till the other person uses it. But you know, you as girls, when we have our everything shower, we need to do our hair, mm. and we need to shave, and we need to scrub up the fake tan. <laughs> Ten minutes is not enough for Nowhere me. No way near. That's a power I, shower. I am getting in, and I'm like, how much can I like withstand the cold water for a bit, and then go. Then it's go time. It's like bang, bang, bang. And it's just... It's a real like first world problem. Um, how yeah. long have yeah. you had
2: this problem? Since we moved in. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. The things
1: <laughs> I go through every day to be here. <laughs> 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 and there's one big one today, that way I won't even mention it. Okay, Paige,
3: your gain. <laughs> oh, my gain? Um... Is just my mum. Um, so Sorry. many of you don't know, but like, well, she lives with me part-time. So she doesn't live in Sydney, but she travels down for work. And she cooks while she's here. So on, especially tonight, we've got late training. So she's it's already cooked fun. me dinner. <sighs> I've got dream. dinner ready to go. And I feel like she's in a shout-out because she's an absolute legend. And what I feel like mean? nothing to cook, like, is just... The worst. Yeah, yeah like the ultimate, never having to, yeah. to cook. So, yeah, shout-out to mum. Absolute legend.
2: Sticking with the food theme. But <laughs> <laughs> even with the mum theme, I'm like, I may have to change my thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so Sarah and I do HelloFresh, Molly spoon or whatever. Um, but we found a new discount code this week. So, you know oh, what? Really, that is huge. Really. Can you send it
0: through? I hate the ones where it's like, oh, refer a friend. I'm like, why do my friends get the benefits? I want the benefits. <laughs> <Anyway>. um, <laughs> my ga- Actually, speaking of mums, happy birthday mum for yesterday, um, or whatever day this is when it drops. Um, my gain is the feedback from our last podcast. We said we had some great feedback mm. about things that make us angry, uh, but more so that someone's... Recognize that I coughed into my elbow during the game, and they actually messaged each <laughs> other. So my game is slowly learning to be hygienic. And Matty over there even sent me an article that I refused to read because it made me annoyed, and it was all about like a MythBusters thing about how germs spread. And I admit that I'm wrong, but I just don't like to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you for following that up, Matty. Really <laughs> appreciate that.
0: Um, twofold gain
1: um first would be all the lovely little people at the game that was like
2: hey maddie i love
1: the podcast and i'm so weird about it because i'm like i'm a nobody i'm just like thank you so much it is so concerning how young they are though i'm like we need to narrow back on the shits (laughs) (laughs) my second gain is just a little fun story that came from my sister-in-law about my nephew the second oldest to so the middle god i don't know why i made that so complicated um he's in kindergarten but he's just like he's just one of those kids that's just in his own world like he's just bizarre and crazy and it's so funny and she goes the other day dylan ran into my room and said mom i've just learned some new korean and Pardon? his mom's like oh my god they must be <laughs> teaching korean at school that's so cool dylan what did you learn and he just went you get in this stance and he used his hands and he went, gracias, and ran off. <laughs> That's not Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Korean. <laughs> he also had to fill in like I a little form for school and they're like, what do you like to celebrate at home? Um, events. And he wrote, Chinese New Year. What? <laughs> What's he been watching on TV? He's not Chinese. I was
2: going <laughs> to say origin or something <laughs> like that. No, no, Chinese New Year. Quote, no.
1: because I like Chinese food.
3: <laughs> oh, I love that child. Kids. I don't even know. Kids. 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 All right. Your goal, Paige Hadley? My goal, very boring, but these two understand. Second phase depth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel like I have to have the same goal as you. I have to have the same goal as you. I'm going to master it this week. Let the ball go down the line. <laughs> oh oh That's god. so funny. I hope my husband's listening. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's
2: such a good goal. I love it.
0: Oh my god, that's so. Hope Brantley's listening. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm
2: like, should I have
0: it? <laughs> you're yeah, going. Give us a notebook. Let it go. Netbook,
2: netbook goal. Oh. go. <laughs> oh.
0: goal. oh, what is it? I have to have big hands at chaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, but you've got, and maybe like yours should be that you get another chairlift rejection.
2: Oh, there was no chairlift on Sunday. No, there's reasons for that. <laughs> <laughs> My coccyx
1: is still bruised,
0: <laughs> pretty
2: much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going with I'm, I'm sticking with pages. Let's get some <laughs> second page depth just, in whatever way it happens. And now the five beds have to keep guessing: is page getting the depth, or <laughs> yeah, am I right. get the bed <laughs> depth? Depth, depth, depth. <laughs> um,
1: mine is not nepo-related shock. Um, <laughs> mine is just to stop watching things with plane crashes. This what? week I've watched so many, like, I've started Manifest. Oh, dear. Oh. And then I was just talking to people about it. I you like, you were, like,
2: YouTubing. Like no, <laughs>
1: but, I like, I feel like other things have popped up on my <laughs> yeah. TikTok too. And I'm like, I'm on a plane in, like, a week and a half. And yeah, I've already stop that. got some drugs to knock me out. Get and rid I'm of like, that algorithm. Yeah, I need, to, I need to shake that up. Okay, let's finish with a game. Pagey. this game has come to us from Maddie Turner's little brain over there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> little. We're calling this, what are we calling it? The Great State Debate. Yes. <laughs> well done, Maddie Brad. Thank you. Um... We as New South Welsh Welsh people, I was Welsh. gonna say Welsh men, probably. Welsh women, Welsh women. Um, we're very different to those South Australians over there, <laughs> and we're just gonna talk about the differences between you. Explain it, proud. Yeah, it was always like <laughs> it's like a random thing. So I think we should Tell start, we start with an obvious one. one. Let's we'll start with so, an obvious one. Exactly.
0: What What would you call when you go to the beach and you are gonna go in the water? What do you wear? I, I would say cozies. Yeah, cozies, or like a bikini, whereas we say bathers bathers yes we're sophisticated we bathe <laughs> <laughs> but then it gets confusing because what if we're swimming are we swimmers or are we bathing 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 do you, actually this has made me think of another one though what do you call like the shoes that i have on right now what would you guys call these runners runners but maddie would have you ever called them sand shoes Yes. Yes. See, so I've changed that since moving to Sydney. Mm-hmm. I, st- I call them like runners or sneakers or something like that. Why sand
3: shoes? I d- that's what don't I mean. Know. I don't know. Do you've gone on the sand?
0: No. no. That, that, that's why it's so weird. But I yeah. grew up my entire time being like, my entire life, it's been like, Mum and Dad, I'll, I need some new sand shoes. Mum's yeah. throwing
1: around sand shoes when we were younger. It's so weird. But I never called them sand <laughs> shoes. But so then
0: yeah. would you could these runners and then like my white ASICs, you'd call them sneakers. Is that right? Or joggers? Yeah. Like, what are they? That's a sneaker.
1: Sneaker. sneaker. So yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what oh, that Daniel was telling
0: us the other day. That's a, a sneaker. This yeah. is a runner or oh, a oh, jogger. I, I know it was a yeah. So you'd wear a sneaker like out to the club. Them. I know, but no. I'd
2: still, say they're runners.
0: <laughs> he's sneaking. He's <laughs> sneaking. <laughs> 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 that's just, it's because we can't hear him when he's. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. What's the next
0: one? Slippery dip.
2: Oh yeah,
1: I'd call
0: slide. it a slippery dip. Slippery when I was slippery, slippery dip. dip.
2: Dip, slide. I, I don't know. When we were a
0: kid, I would call it a slippery dip, but then I, now I probably just call it a slide. Yeah, yeah precise. So Fli- oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, that one's a confusing. Yeah. one. I've got
2: one. I think I've talked to you about this, so maybe you can't answer, Paige. But Maddie, what is a Stoby pole? See, I have no idea. Oh. What would you think it is? I know something to do with camping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Am I
2: wrong? Yes. Stoby yes.
1: Stoby pole.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Like P O L E. Yes. S T O B E Y P O L E. Is it a pole? Two words. Is it a type of pole? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um. Oh, like a telegraph pole.
0: Mm. Do we call it a stable pole? Stobie pole. What would sorry, you no, call a that? That's pole. a telegraph pole. Yeah, I spelled it wrong too. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. What would you say? And we've discussed this page as well. This is, okay. This is, But if you say you're in class and your teacher goes, "All right, you can get out of class a little bit early." What do you call that? Like she's given you a early
3: mark. Yeah, early month. Early, early, early minute. minute. Early minute. Early <laughs> minute! Yeah, and like, what about if you have an hour? I know,
0: but oh, it's still just a month. minute. It's
2: still a minute. <laughs> early minute. Y'all are having a laugh
1: over
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you come early across mark. that's difference. Yeah, so it's early He mark. Googled it's early.
0: i heard it using his other The one on the last screen was if you went to a fish and chip shop and you got like the potato thing, what do you call that? Scotland. I don't know. If See, we just don't like. It's not a big thing in SA. No, no. I think I just call it like a, a potato cake or a potato. <laughs> I don't know what I, I would never call it. would call it a scallop. We mean call it seafood.
2: Yes, same.
1: You guys also pronounce things weirdly, like dance,
0: yeah. chance, you, you raw dance? dance. Yeah, we're dance. Grant, Grant. Actually, we've <laughs> had this discussion. It's like if a man's name, <laughs> graph, it's not a graph. It's a graph. Grant. Graph, nah, <laughs> graph. If if a man's name is Grant, <laughs> if his name's Grant and he's from South Australia and you meet him in New South Wales, are you calling him Grant or Grant? Grant. But like, but if he says to you, "Hi, my name's Grant," are you going, "Nice to meet you, Grant"? But like, his name. No, name's... but if he's telling me his name is Grant, I'm calling him Grant. Okay. It's like saying me it? saying,
1: "Hi, I'm Madeline." He's like, "Nice to meet you, Madeline."
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then, so then I've got to expect that if Grant comes to. Adelaide, and introduces himself as grant i've got to say hi grant, grant. yes oh, that absolutely. hurts absolutely. me that really hurts. are you rock
3: paper scissors scissors paper rock yeah i've had to really
0: become accustomed <laughs> to that in adelaide wow. it's rock, rock paper, paper scissors. scissors aggression oh you guys <laughs> yeah. get it done rock paper scissors it's efficient not scissors, right. scissors, paper, oh, rock. Oh my give me time to
3: think about what i'm gonna do why there's so
2: many differences <laughs> <laughs> this is mental it's just so far away on the map <laughs> <laughs> it really is <laughs> imagine those wa people
3: What's oh. this
0: one? Oh, okay, oh. yeah, so if you go to the butcher, I thought that when you were a kid, I don't know if this is another Adelaide thing, And like say you're getting meat with your dad and the butcher goes, hey, while you're waiting, have a piece of... Devin. Devin. Fritz.
2: Smiley
1: Fritz. For smiley Fritz. If you told me right now what, like, if you just said, I want some Fritz,
0: I'd have no idea what you're yeah, talking we're yeah. about. Yeah. Devin, I never yeah. would know. Devon Devin, Devin. To me, is the girl that played Sentence for New South Wales. <laughs> I back when we were kids. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, your yeah, Devin. Or, oh no, that's a Devlin. You're in the movie with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Lawrence, and they, no, not Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler, and they go... That his ex was called Devlin, and so they, because they hated her, they say when they go and do a poo, they say oh, I'm gonna go and do a Devlin. Oh, <laughs> no, <idea>. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who's seen the movie will understand. Is that the movie? Uh, just go with it. Just, just go, go with it. it. That's the movie. Yeah. Um,
1: fruit it. chocks. Would you say What?
0: fruit chocks? Fruit chocks. Fruit chocks. Fruit chocks. Get it up on the board.
3: What's she it's saying? Fruit it's fruit, fruit chocks. Fruit. No, 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 fruit. no. F
0: R U C O C S C H O C S. Fruit chocks. No, it's men's. Men's is the brand, isn't it? It's an It's an Adelaide brand. There you go. you get them, you, Someone's Life get given them at Thunderbirds changing. games.
1: <laughs> Wait, is that just a brand?
0: A, it's a brand. Yeah, you but know, fruit chocs are like a, I don't know if you would have the equivalent, it's like chocolate covered apricots.
1: <laughs> oh, they're so good. We're too busy enjoying our life. Yeah, okay. <laughs> eating
3: your devon <laughs> Sorry guys, I like chocolate and pasta. <laughs> <space>. <laughs> and the bachelor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody update your <laughs>
0: <laughs> jobs now. Okay. Guys, I'm sorry to say this, but I've got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. I've got to get to training. Um so as much as we could keep going. I mean you guys can keep talking if you want and I can just leave. Um but, Paige, we've started a bit of a new trend, though. The person that comes on the podcast gets to say the final oh word no, of the podcast. Oh, no, that's too much pressure. No, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. You can pressure.
1: do it. You have
0: to. What's the final
3: so, word? Perfect podcast don't exist.
0: Yeah!